When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Let's start this episode with a congratulations. Chris Parker was recently awarded the Fred Award oh, yeah. uh, for Best Show at the New Zealand International Comedy Festival for his hit show Camp Bitch, coming to a town near you. Every time I say it, I, call, I use... Is it Camp Bench? Camp Bench. Which always sounds like cabbage. Um, I Yum. wore leather tights um, to the ceremony and it felt it. so good. To be a, see you being awarded a gumboot while you wear leather tights yeah. was beautiful. It was just like, I was like, fuck, maybe this is my like... Prof-. You know how people have star names? I was like, maybe I could have a star look, which is like a big shirt and tights. Yeah. Which is like, you know, Elaine Stritch from... Um, Live at Liberty, she was like 70, 80 years old, performing her one-woman cabaret show in a flowing silk shirt and tights. Great look. Do you like wearing tights? I love wearing tights. I don't. I am constantly being advertised jeggings every day on oh, Facebook. Oh, I would never wear jeggings. And they're always, and like with like a skeleton pattern or like... Oh. Hideous. No, I like... These were like kind of just plain leather ones. Yeah, they look so I good. also am into the idea of wearing a Cuban heel. What's a Cuban heel? Is it like a boot? It's like a little... Yeah, Troy Savard would often wear them and also... Less successfully, David Seymour and Troy Savan would often wear them. You say as if he has passed. He has worn. Oh, yeah, he would have, when he was alive. Um, when yeah, his we career was alive. No, Whoa, he is, he's doing so well. He's doing so well. His album is called Bloom, which is effectively named after his butthole. Do you think his song Bloom is a hundred percent about bottoming for the first time? Really? Yes. Listen to it. It's great. I thought I had listened to it, and I've completely forgotten. Well, it's not it. like explicit. It's not like lube up your dick and put it in my hole. <laughs> Just relax, relax. Don't push it in too fast. Well, the pre-chorus is like that. It's like it's like, come on, baby, take it slow now. I've never done this for anyone before. Wow. Yes. Hot. Anyway, uh, let's listen to the theme song. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. It's not a phase. It's the And welcome along to this beautiful episode of The Male Gaze. We're good to be back. We're happy to be back. <laughs> we're good to be back. We're ready. We're ready for we're this. We're hungry. We can't wait to... We actually recorded this episode in Wellington and then um, it got deleted. It, well, the file what? didn't work out or something. Sometimes your hopes and dreams, uh, they don't happen. Do you think there's a difference between Wellington and Auckland? Yeah. I mean, like, apart from geographically and the size. Oh, do you know, here's a weird thing. I've been told multiple times that I have a Wellington vibe, yet I have mm. never lived there. Do you want... I think it's really I funny. Someone says, oh, this cafe has a Wellington vibe. And by that, they mean the furniture doesn't match. Yes. And I'm just like, yeah, it's just they should spend more on their furniture. They're just a bit lazy in here. <laughs> this is some they, this books. Yeah, it has a Wellington vibe because they just found what they could. I, like, it's funny because there's also that they call like Wellington the Melbourne, Auckland the Sydney, yeah, LA, uh, LA the Auckland, New York the S- 
the mail, but oh fuck, my whole thing is gone. I don't. I don't know. I was just guessing. I reckon like Auckland has more good cafes in it than Wellington. Auckland is so much better than Auckland Wellington. Auckland is really cool. But Wellington, we love you. We loved being there for comedy festival. We Auckland did. Is really, Auckland is so much way better. Um, but, um, no, like to be honest, I'll be open and honest. Where I was like, I have had a hard time in Wellington in the past. I have not enjoyed myself there, and I was like, mm. I hate this city. But then going back this time, I was like, you know what? Actually, the city's fine. It's I honestly great. had, had a a, probably one of the best weeks of my year. Just had a really nice time, very chill. Wow. Also, I might be moving there sometime, so it's kind of like nice to kind of get to know. You're the like city. you're trying to learn to love the city. I am trying to like appreciate, and we did walk up to the top of Mount Vic, and it was really. <laughs> Cool, and I got 20,000 steps on my Fitbit that day. Congrats. Thank you so much. Having a Fitbit is just a constant reminder of that you're not getting enough done. It's really? Every day if I turn my app, it's like, by the way, you got five and a half hours sleep yesterday and you sp- walked 3,000 steps. And it's like, cool, well, I didn't have time. I don't know what to do with this information. I think my body, like today at work, I was working and my eyes felt so, I fell asleep almost four times at work. Yeah. And I was like, there's something wrong with me. I'm going to eat some iron. I'm going to have a steak tonight. They did put a couch in our office recently, and it is like sometimes good and sometimes detrimental. I think it kept me more awake than the seat. I was falling asleep, yeah, like sitting upright. Oof. Are you ready for the fact of the gay? I'm just going to yes. crack straight into it. Oh, I've also got a fact of the gay. We're going to both do one. Ooh. Old school. Old school. Yeah, we used to do one each. They're so stupid. Um, this is an well, article. Is, is it too stupid to do today? Because I've also got something I want to talk about. <laughs> um, this is an article that I half read on um, thehollywoodreporter.com. Um, nice. Where it's talking about, and oh, the advocacy, the GLAD did their like big study over 2017, <laughs> all the queer films that existed. Yes. Um, a- across, like, I don't know, all the other films that were made. Yeah. So here's like, I'm going to skim read this article. While Hollywood celebrated Call Me By Your Name and its two peach-loving boyfriends at the most recent Oscars where James Ivory won Best Screenplay, studio mm. movies actually turned away from the depicting LGBTQ characters in 2017. In a new survey of the 109 films released theatrically by major studios last year, the advocacy group GLAD reports that gay, lesbian, bi, trans, and queer characters only appeared in 14 films. So that's just 12.8% of the total release. Um, and of those like um, films, was there's a funny stat, um, statistic here that most of the characters only appear for roughly five minutes. Oh. <laughs> but then also we can't complain because uh, 64% of those characters were gay men. So less were like lesbian, bi, or trans characters. Oh, uh, so we can't complain about that? Or we well, need to be like, thank you for... Well, we've got to complain, but then... Well, we should be like, thank you for... We're, there's a small amount of pie, and we're eating all the filling. And that is how gay <laughs> men are to the queer community as a whole. Fuck, that's a sad metaphor, eh? Oh. There's a small piece of pie, and we are eating the filling. And we're hogging it. And we're living everyone the crust. The pastry. Uh, funny yeah. that they called and call me by name they call them peach loving lovers I mean do they love peaches he no. doesn't finish eating his peach and I would say he doesn't fuck it in a way that he's stoked about it no I mean and no one would it's so funny that like I was like wow that, I thought by oh so that statistic dropped like that um that percentage of uh, queer films had dropped since the previous years oh, I it, thought you meant dropped as in like a Beyonce album oh like, no 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 we're no, dropping no. this statistic 12am and it's the lowest it's been since 2012 that's crazy and so what I thought was kind of interesting about that was how I feel like this year I've been like I'm going to so many gay movies at the moment yeah but then I was like maybe we're just aware of when they come out and we like definitely support them but then you think like 
around when you look at the whole picture you're like oh it's actually a tiny fraction and we are getting well maybe there's a little bit of a thing going on where we are getting more gay films made for gay audiences but also there are less gay characters appearing in mainstream movies probably as a reaction to people not wanting to seem tokenistic mm. but therefore just like not representing queer people on on uh, screen this article also not, um slammed thor and Wonder Woman. Oh, because she, she, Valkyrie is meant to be gay. Yeah, for ignoring Tessa queer Thompson. characters. Right. Tessa Thompson and Janelle Monet is the hottest probable relationship out there. Have you watched the film? Not what film? Dirty Computer, the Janelle Monet album, has a 35-minute oh, film attached. Oh, yes. And it's a full love story with her and Tessa Thompson. And oh they just like, one point they're just pashing on the beach. And I was oh, like, whoo. That's amazing. Whoo-wee. It's confusing for a gay man to be turned on by, not confusing, but just like, um, this is the world that millennials hope for. Yeah. Is a gay man being turned on by two lesbians hooking up. Yeah. She's bi, right? Uh, Janelle refers to herself as pansexual. But it is funny how sometimes you can be like, "Mm, this looks great. But also, if I I was in a room with just me, Janelle Monae, and Tessa Thompson, I would be like, I should leave. Yeah. I'd, be like, I'd be like, oh my I'd be god, like, guys, if- this is so cool, but I will not be able to perform. Uh, and- I totally left something at home. I've got to go now. We did some homework. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna go. My car's out of petrol, so I better go put some petrol in it. What's your fact of the game? Grinder. Oh yeah, is this app that was made? Ah uh, no, Grinder. <laughs> well, oh my god, how sad. Imagine Oof. if we didn't know what Grinder would be. The oh, imagine it. What that makes me feel like is if we are really, really old and out of touch. Yeah. Which I guess one day we will be. I Sometimes I feel like I already am. Really? Yeah, just to the like, YouTube you generation. Hold- I fucking hate that generation. I know. What are they called? Generation Z. I get jealous of them because they've got like resources. Like uh, a friend of ours, brilliant comedian, did a show, his first ever comedy festival show this year. Yeah. And he just had like old YouTube clips of his YouTube shows that he made. And I was like, I didn't have the availability to do that. I wish I did. Yeah, but I feel like they've got terrible interpersonal skills. Um, I've met a couple of people of Generation Z and on all accounts, they've come up to me very confidently telling me how they've got anxiety and they've been drunk, but they've been like blasted it at me. Those two things. I've got anxiety and I've been drunk. And that's all you need to know about me. My name's Mitchell. I'm 19. See ya. Yeah, they're just like, (laughs) uh, like, they're just kind of... There's a kind of arrogance to it that I'm like, you don't seem anxious. You seem mm. like you're yelling at me. They person. think they know about the world because they've read like a lot of Reddit. Yes. So Grind has added a feature. I just found we probably out probably just this. lost like half our listeners. Just know, we love you guys and you're so cute. Uh, I've, this I'm is, talking about like two people specifically who I've met. I know exactly who this is. Uh, <laughs> this is from the website Queerty. I found this article. Grindr are adding uh, voice messaging. Right? So now... That's something people talk about when you meet someone on a dating app and then you can like hook up with them without hearing your, their voice, right? But now you can send people voice messages. What would you say? Down to fuck. How Down big? to fuck. <laughs> I guess you'd be like... What are you into? Is it like a voice dip? Like, hi, my name's Chris Parker and this is my voice memo. Yes. Hi, I'm Eli Matthewson. This is my voice reel. <laughs> KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be the voice big artist for KFC. thighs. Mm-hmm. Delicious bacon mayonnaise, creamy slices of thick bacon, and shortcut bacon as well. It's the delicious bacon burger. Yeah, that's taking me back yeah. to 2015. Yeah, big year for me on voice. Uh, Why yeah. did they drop you as the voice of KFC? 
Well, it's a woman now. So happy to see that. Yeah, good. But they just, I think they just frequently rotate to just spice up the brand. And spice up the chicken. Yeah, and they'll never tell you what spices those are. Really? So stop asking. But you know. Uh, no, they didn't tell me. My dad would constantly, like, my dad asked me, I reckon, five or six times if I got free KFC. And I was like, and every time I'd be like, no. I go into a booth, I record it, and then I leave. And it was like. Is there a chicken hanging around? Yeah. As if KFC would be like, thank you so much for your service. Here's another the bucket of chicken. himself. The colonel turns out to my house. <laughs> He's like, thank you for advertising the bacon bacon burger. Uh, <laughs> they fucking, people go fucking crazy over bacon, eh? It sucks. I had like bacon desserts. Oh, I Rose and bacon. I in Sydney. Yeah, we went to a cafe that was having a bacon festival. Great. And then we and so there was a whole menu of just bacon based dishes. And then we got uh, a bacon uh, French toast where the toast was uh, coated in cocoa pops. Sick. Was it great? Did you want to shit yourself afterwards? No, you are definitely not having sex after, after that, that meal. Sometimes I eat a meal. I'm like. That is rolling me out for a week. Yes, I had two smoothies today, and I was like, Eli, it's what, is this your choice? Is that your choice? Is that what you think about the potential of tonight? Uh, but no, well, the weird thing was that the French toast wasn't very well cooked. It felt like French bread that had been barely soaked in anything and then toasted. Shit, what a fucking cock up. But it was great, because we both got eggs and bacon, bacon and eggs. Individually, Do you know what? And then We've we shared the French toast. Long. No, I'm sorry. We've been talking okay, about so, long. so what voice messages would you send to someone on Grinder if you if you? Is it like voice a messages? voice memo that you send in text? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like, this is my voice. Like, I, I would want to practically just be like, "What do you want? Do you want to hear the voice? This is my voice." You want to do? It. I reckon you want to show it off in a way that is so casual that it doesn't feel like. So you're just like, "Hey, man, yeah, let's meet up at this cafe. It's just around the corner from my house, and then yes, you can um fuck yes. me, um, a verse bottom." That's yes, that's exactly. But what you know you're going to receive is like, hey, how are you going? And you're going to be like, okay, I'm deleting this. I know. Do you know that thing when people send you creepy? Yes. I once had a grinder hookup. And this is when I was like first dabbling on the app. This was in Christchurch days, actually. Like I was down for like a gig or something. Yeah. And the guy, I must have given, we were going to meet up. I gave him my number. I was learning how to like navigate this all. Nice. He like calls me just being like, I'm thinking about us already like meeting up. And, and I was just like, this is coming on too strong. I've got to end this now. And I remember oh. just being like, Hey, I'm sorry. Um, which is pretty rude of me, but I was also like the vibe was just like, well, I don't have to fuck anyone. I don't want to fuck. Yes. But, um, Yes, like, <laughs> me, your auntie's here. Yes, don't do it. No, no um, way. But I was also like, yeah, just so awkward. Like the phone call was just so tender, and I was like, "Don't make this sound like it's anything more than how the dirty deed it is." Yeah, which I want it to be. So what? But then, what is your ideal? I think what well your thing I'm just like hey rattling it off like you're like you're doing errands but then for it to sound like the dirty deed to be honest the voice that you just said hey man I hate that I'm already did you like that no 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 no, 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 no. I wasn't I wasn't but then when you say you want it to be the dirty deed do you want someone to be like oi I'm coming over <laughs> be lying on the bed ass up head in a pillowcase oh, <laughs> that is the stuff that I once had a hook up and the guy was like do you want me to be bent over on the bed as soon as you arrive? And I was like, people are into no. that, eh? Which is great. Like, no, it's awesome. It's no awesome. King shame, it's but awesome. But it's for like, me, I was like, no, I want to so like. Much I need to navigate to get. I just want to like passion fully clothed. Like, where's the key gonna be? Under the mat. Now is it the front door or the back door? 
Yes. You know, and it's like, and then when you go in, do you like have a quick look around the lounge first, get a gauge of the person? I want to look at their furniture. And if you're lying down, how long are you waiting for? Yeah. I guess the, I just don't the want excitement. you to get bored. Yeah, make sure you've got your phone on you. Uh, traffic's Hey, traffic's a nightmare <laughs> Just throw a mink over there That's the voice which you were saying Hey, traffic's a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> um, we, What we talked about in the last episode <laughs> <laughs> Polar bears uh, Was polar bears No, uh, was uh, there's an article in the New York Times Called The Age of the Twink uh, it's an article that uh, kind of describes how uh, there's a new trend in town. That's how they say it about twinks and how these me- skinny, skinny men are curbing expectations on what ma- masculinity should look like. And, and but it, and it describes straight twinks in the article as being a prevalent uh, part of the twink movement. So Tim Bat, our producer, you could be a straight twink. You could be a straight twink. Absolutely. Um, that. I guess he's not happy about they it. They were at all. celebrating. You're this, homophobic. They, they were celebrating <laughs> this movement because, um, yeah, it's I guess it's that thing of the, uh, the idea of like knocking down this idea of like what a masculine body looks like, big ripped muscles, all that kind of thing. So when I was reading the article, I was like, mm. you know, when you're like, I I know this is a problematic article. I just and I'm reading it for the first time, and I don't know where it's going to fall over. Yeah. So I kind of read the whole thing in entirety, and then I was like, I kind of buy this idea of like. Um, celebrating like feminine bodies and mm-hmm. like but then the thing that's like cooked was yeah the idea that that body type is like skinny yes and like and lean and white yeah. um, and that like a feminine body could be a big body as well yeah um, it doesn't have to be just like thin little white boy like oh. a little toothpick it's it's cool. It talks about like Troy Sivan and Ollie Alexander and them like embracing their twinkie bodies and like yeah. femme fashion and stuff. But then Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like, they're hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just hot guys. There's hot guys being hot like, dressing how they off. want. Fuck off. Also, I, I don't like the idea... Well, no, I just get... Uh, frustrated with the idea that they're like curbing masculine norms because only re- it's only really in the last like 15 10 15 years i reckon that hollywood male stars have been expected to be super buff in the 90s leonardo dicaprio was just like skinny as hell and yeah. he was the hottest guy yeah and i just don't think the expectations on ma- male bodies are as high as they're on female bodies for instance oh yeah for sure and and since it's, there's been this kind of like hyper buff Zac Efron kind of movement, I'm like, this is negative. But also, you know, at least men are, men are getting a slice of what women have had for many, many, many years. Do you reckon the generation like ahead of us, Generation Z or their kids, will like look back on uh, our, like our generation and be like, fuck, why were they so jacked? Like everyone was like yes. huge and, and like muscle building will be like the smoking of our generation. I fluctuate so much like day to day mm. between wanting to be super jacked and never wanting to exercise ever again wow yeah. i think it's like it should just be 
how it makes you feel. Like, that should be the end goal. But then also some people, like, feel good when they're like, look how massive my arms are. But I was, like, looking at Adam Rippon the other day. Um, Oh, yeah, He was doing an interview. He's just one dancing for the stars. He's our queen of the week. He's our queen of the week. Yeah, definitely. Mm. It's like... He's got tiny little arms. He's got tiny little legs. Yeah. Like, he's like obviously a strong fit and guy. And a thick but his, butt. Yeah, his legs are thick ass. But I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like he's... Tom David's kind of the same as well. He is... No, he is like... He's cut like... He's cut abs, really musty legs. He's like fucking pork. Like he's just... Mm. Like I don't know what... He's like. He looks like a... He looks like lamb that's just like really lean... The other day they posted their wedding photos again because it's been a year and oh it reminded me God. of how much you hated it and how much I loved it. <laughs> Did you actually love it? I cried once. But the, for me, the pure aesthetic of the wedding sucked. Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, and so that pulls me out of any like emotional... Uh, no, I can completely see past the heinous maroon suit that looks like it came out of t- 2011. And the fucked up patriotic flag cake? Nah, mate, it sucked. But the way they looked at each other... There's tender, real, age gap love there. They've both been attacked um, online by, like, sex tapes and stuff. Yes. They've both had sex tapes leaked and stuff. Yeah. I wonder if they, like, talk about that in the bedroom. Do you know what? We actually talk about them so much in this podcast. It's like the nerds who (laughs) joke about, like, the school bullies because they are obsessed with them. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. How would you feel if a tape got leaked of you having sex? What am I doing? I, honestly, like those that though, I think that's really important. Um, because I think I'd be more mortified if it was me doing like a sexy video to someone. That's what on I. My own. That's what I think it is. It's yeah. you masturbating for someone else's oh, pleasure. Fucking hell! Yeah. Um, you'd just be absolutely gutted. You'd be mortified. I think it's because I was like thinking about this when we were watching um Samantha Hayes do. The rumba and dancing with the stars. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me out. Samantha Hayes is a newsreader who's currently on New Zealand Dancing with the Stars. And she had to learn to be intimate on screen. Mm. And I like when I do like sex scenes on comedy sketches, you're like, <laughs> which has happened more than once. Yeah. You like play it up. Yeah. So you're not really showing like your legitimate sex phase. Yeah. But the fact that Sam Hayes had to be like beautifully intimate with her dance partner, like was mortifying uh, for her, I could see. And she like worked through it. She gave a great performance. Susie Cato had to do the same thing, the same dance and be like sexy, like genuinely sexy. And I was like, the idea of having like a solo tape that I had sent to a solo tape. <laughs> it's not on tape. Um, a solo video. That I was genuinely sending someone to be sexy mm. would like mortify me. I think I'd be totally fine with it. Yeah, I think it would be because not because t- not because I like am happy for people to watch it, but the type of people that would watch it, I just don't care what they think of me. Like if you're no gonna watch a video that I clearly don't want you to watch, I'm just like, well, fuck you. Who cares? It's, al- it's also an empowerment of being like, I know you watch it because you're interested. Like, and you're just like, yeah. And you're like, so you've seen it? I see it every day, baby. And to me, it's like, <laughs> yes, or maybe my my sex thing got leaked, but like, at least I'm not the person who's seeking out people's leaked sex tapes. Yeah. I still think I'd be embarrassed by being like, earnestly feeling something like that in front of someone. But who, like, none of your close friends are going to watch it, right? They would watch it. Do you reckon? Yeah. Do you think I would watch yours? Yeah. 
Chris, I'm going to tell you right now, honestly, from the core of my heart, if a 60 people likes of yours, I won't watch it. I feel like you're going to be like, I'm not watching it, and you'll lie to everyone, and then you'll just be like, it'll be like 3 a.m. in the morning, you're just like, I just want to see what it looks like. <laughs> you just like watch like, you watch like 10 seconds, and you'll be like, okay, I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. You'll make exceptions, but you'll still look at it. There's definitely Snapchats that I've seen in the past. So I'm like, imagine if they just were available to someone. I think the same fucking thing. <laughs> and I think oh. how earnestly I'm like doing that. And I'm like mortified. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're more in the right here than me. I'd, I'd like to think that it would make me feel more powerful, but maybe ultimately. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. It'd be a hard week. It's amazing that like Jennifer Lawrence, I mean, she's obviously still, mm. probably still traumatized by it, but has built through it like and you just don't even really think about her sex tape anymore when you see her I mean we're talking about it right now but you just go like oh she's advertising another movie another movie Jennifer Lawrence have you got another movie did you see Janet Jackson's uh, performance at Billboard not yet but I'm dying to it's really interesting I love it I can barely hear her but she looks fantastic that's her kind of style though she's always like I love you and you and she kind of squeaks me Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How old is she, do you think? 55? Wow. She's in her, I'm fairly sure she's in her 50s and she had a baby not very long ago, right? What? Yes. Wow. Yes. That should be our Queen of the Week. Yeah. Although, Move over, Adam Rippon. Uh, Adam Rippon, I fully supported on Dancing with the Stars until his final freestyle, which was piss poor. If you're watching New Zealand Dancing with the Stars, like... Great. Support those local charities and support our local TV talent. But go onto YouTube and watch all of Adam Rippon's dances and all of Tonya, Tonya Harding. Harding. She should have won. Her movement was graceful. Her story was beautiful to watch. Adam she- Rippon has openly trashed her and like yes. being like she also what she did was unacceptable. Yeah, he's like she was banned from skating for a reason. <gasps> it was also like it's a class issue. It is a class issue. But then I saw someone else say the other day, they were like, if uh, Tonya was not white, she would not be getting the same heroic storyline that she's getting. Yeah. So there's a whole whirlwind of issues there. Holy God, it's so But what tricky. I will say is every single one of her dancers was glorious. Yeah, it was She nice. looked like she was living. She looked like she was... It was like she was having the time of her life. In the same way that you see when you see her first skating videos. Yeah. God, it's so hard, eh? Like, because you... You, you can say like you you can say like well if she wasn't white she wouldn't be having that same narrative yeah but also you're just like watching this woman who's like whole life got trashed trashed just like dancing it's been and it's absolute so nice. shit for twenty years yeah and before that it was shit too yeah she had like this little couple of years where she got and even then she was up against it yeah I know fucking hell what a life a huge life she seems happy now. But also, like, constantly on the brink of tears. Yeah. And do you think she's getting paid well? Well, I heard on Wendy Williams that right. she... Which I f- have fallen into a trap of just watching recently. <laughs> it's an unhealthy habit, but we uh, it's fine. It's like any McDonald's. It's just sometimes yes. food. She was trashing Dancing with the Stars as a show, which she was on once. And she was like, who watches it anymore? She was like, who even watches that show? And then she was, like, uh, talking about how the rumours are that Tonya was being a real diva backstage. But then, after that, she was like, but people leak all sorts of stuff that is completely untrue. So, it's probably not true. What? It was the weirdest. It was a very wet take from... Well, also, it's Wendy Williams who... Well, she just keeps talking until... I want to know what the plan for the show looks like. They're like, 
and they're, they're like hot gossip is like your best bit yeah and then that bit lasts like 30 minutes of the show so long and she doesn't run i want to know how many notes she has or whether she just goes what is up with americans and chunky kitchenware like i feel like she has a <laughs> you feel like you've been needing to say that for so long i have to say this it has to cut they have to be taken down she has the thickest mugs and so does rachel ray just like the ugliest what do you mean by thick mug because i i feel like the, like the mugs at federal deli for instance are thick and i like them and they're lovely yeah. they're sleek they're neutral they're kind of german yeah these are like chunky american country like an orange mug i'm sure she's got like a disgusting mug i wonder what she puts in it i bet it's red wine do you think yeah oh my god i love the way she sits other way, she's had so much work done to her face. Absolutely. Eh? Also, I think her audience, as opposed to like Alan, which will they'll just go crazy for everything that she does. Sometimes Wendy Williams will spit out a take, and it'll have a shot over the audience, and you'll see like three or four people being like, "No." What? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's what if I if I had a similar show, I'd want that. I want to yeah. be divisive. What would your chat show be? Um, it'd be like uh, it'd be like uh, Geek Goss. And it would be like about. Oh it would be like it would be all the behind the scenes drama of like Avengers: Infinity War. Oh my god! I've just really recently, I reckon in the last two months, and I know you've been telling me it for a, a while, but I have I have definitely realised that I'm a full blown geek, and I'm like yeah. maybe I just need to like completely double down on it. I loved watching you on <laughs> the Indoor Network Court. Oh. It was so beautiful. Like, thank you. You're actually a great player, but no, I'm look, not. No, you're fine. You're bad <laughs> in defense. Yes, but you were great in attack. You scored some hoops. Thank you. But you Two. look so uncomfortable. Like yeah. you're just like you look like you look like a geek on the sports field. And that's how it was, and that's how it is for me. Yeah, that's so interesting. I can't um, call out. Like even if it's so clear that they can't see me and that I should be past it because there's no one around You me. can't be like, yo, go long. No, it scares me to like... No, that's fine. I totally can understand. down and say my name. I'm very vocal on the court. Yeah, you are. But I think it's because I've got a lot of inner anger. Yeah. So like I just scream bloody murder out there. Yeah. But yeah, watching you, I was like, wow, I've never... Said, like, Because I've seen you be confident, obviously, like... When I see you like on stage by yourself, you can just yeah. feel like so in your body. And then you're on this netball court, you looked like 12. Mm, I felt 12. Oh, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> but it was fun. You know, Play again. Exercise. I do. I Last time I played on this team, which was about two years ago, I played like six times in a row. And then it got to one, there was one where I scored like heaps of hoops and I was feeling really confident. And then the next game, I like was so bad and and the other team was very aggressive and i was like i'm never coming back <laughs> someone pushed me in that game like physically pushed me and i went whoa to them and then they were like sorry i was like that's so weird that you would try and get away with that in yeah. a social sport i i hate that about i just kind of like had this idea that social sport would be like the opposite of what sport was at high school and everyone would be like mm. woohoo but um no they're still the same people well at least you know teams aren't picked Oh, yeah, totally. Like, and that's a healthy thing. Yeah. And I feel like our team makes a solid effort of being, like, really encouraging. You know, yeah. like, no matter how good or bad you are, it's like, welcome aboard. Yes. We're happy to have the numbers. Yeah. And that's good. And it's good to be really bad at something. That's this thing, like, we lost that game terribly. And I was like, totally. it's kind of cool. I don't care losing. 
Yeah, in fact, because I'm so good at everything else I do. It's <laughs> good to be humble. No, <laughs> no, no, no. no. But like, <laughs> you're like always striving to be the best you can be at your thing, right? Like whatever yes. it is, your work, your personal life, your relationships. So to be bad at one thing and be like, I'm terrible at social netball. Also, like almost everything else that I do in my life, I've been doing for quite a while now. Yeah, so yeah. to go to do something that I'm like, I know. There are people, especially when you're playing social netball and you're playing other teams, and I'm like, I know there'll be people on that team who have been playing since they were yeah. six. And this is their, like, this is their stand-up or whatever. Yeah. I That would be my biggest life advice to someone. Pick one thing that you are really bad at and just continue pursuing it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it will keep you real. And it doesn't feel failure. It is nice to feel failure. Yeah. I was like, man, we are mighty ducks right now, but we're not going to have this triumphant victory. We're just going to stay the ducks. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, that's cool. Forever. If you feel- Until we meet another team of mighty ducks. Yeah. Oh my God. That's going to be heartbreaking. Yeah. That's sad. I don't want to think about that day. Yeah. Hey, this has been lovely to catch up with you. I reckon, is there anything else you want to say? I've just been going through some personal shit. Um, Okay, we don't have time for that. What? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much, listeners, who've been patient while we've been not uh, putting out eps. Uh, our a little uh, on-demand show is coming out very sh- sh- shortly. Shortly. Uh, um, and I've got I'm doing return seasons of my solo show. <laughs> Surprise! Seventh to the ninth of June in Auckland, and the seventeenth or something end of June in Wellington. It's a beautiful show. You have to go and see it. It's so um, funny. So go check it out. Um, you can book it. tickets at Bats or at the Basement website. That's my plug. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, um, no, not right now. Just um, just come. Just, just check out my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Instagram handle? Uh, just Eli Matthewson. Simple as that. Oh my god! Just type it in. I found Chris Parker on Twitter. What? That's you. <laughs> I'm Kropka. Oh yes. Okay. Cool. I saw at Chris Parker. Yeah. You're always trashing your foot. Yeah. He's got. No followers. Wow. He's tweeted zero times. What an arse. He's direct, following 14 people. Direct message him and be like, can I please have this? Could you reckon I could do that? Yes. I think people know me as Kropka though, no, right? right? No, we do and we hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted Snapchat the other day. Really? Yeah, I was like, this app is done. I've got a family Snapchat group. Mm, so I can give you like constant baby updates is vital. Yeah. It's keeping me connected to the family unit. The drop-off is so huge. I went, I'd, for the first time I'd been on an age of the night, we never to, I was like, I wonder how many of my friends did stories, and it was four. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing a rise in Facebook stories. Yeah, and it, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. It's a dangerous art you're playing I'm going to get back into it. <laughs> I did like your Facebook stories. Hey, guys. Um, subscribe to Chris on Facebook. Me on Instagram. Go to Chris's return shows and, and plug, plug your butts. Oh. <laughs> and do one thing every one day. Thing you're you're bad really at. shit at. <laughs> Peace hey. and love. Peace and love. But I guess you are. Yes, you're special. I'm a fairy. Sometimes I like to. be bent over when I arrive. Sometimes I eat jelly that hasn't completely cooked. <laughs> See, my teeth are soft and <laughs> sometimes I swallow them accidentally. When I blink, it crunches. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.